Hello and welcome to Very Excellent Habits, the podcast that helps you create little habits for a big life. I'm Carly Jacobs, writer and mostly sensible habit maker. I begin today by acknowledging the traditional custodians of the land on which I record today and pay my respects to their elders past and present. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. So this is a solo SOS show because yeah, everything's pretty terrible. It's just been one thing after another and we're all exhausted. We can just feel it in our bones. When I notice adults running into each other in town, I hear the rhetoric and it is just frighteningly repetitive. How are you? Yeah, good. Tired. Yeah, me too. And so it goes on and on and on and on. I honestly feel like the last few years of doing this podcast, every fourth or fifth episode is basically me going, oh, hey, the president of the United States is a severely unhinged loose unit, but it's okay. Everything's going to be fine. And oh, Australia and California are on fire again but don't worry, everything's going to be fine. And oh, holy shit, we've got a worldwide pandemic. Is this fine? I'm sure it's fine. And this last week has been particularly bad. We just, we feel like we're coming to the end of the pandemic, but that's not even really true. Brisbane is experiencing catastrophic flooding. Russia is invading Ukraine, and that's all the big picture stuff. That's not even counting personal losses, life upheavals, health disasters, and just generally trying to put one foot in front of the other. It's just feels like we've been watching the world collapse around us for coming up to three years. And it's not just the pandemic, it's the ripple of unrest that it's caused. It's politically divided us even further as if we thought that was possible. And it's like unleashed this weird reversal of humanity. Like, for example, I can't even understand what is happening in Texas right now. They have recriminalized abortions and now the governor is trying to make the support of trans children a criminal act of child abuse. And I'm just sitting here in Australia thinking, what happened? Where did we go wrong? And without, with, throughout the pandemic, pandemic, understandably, it seems like we all forgot about climate change and now koalas are endangered. And it, you just kind of, every time you go and look at the news, it's just doom and gloom and everything sounds horrible. And I promise this episode is not going to be me just mentioning all the reasons why it feels like we're living in a dumpster fire right now. But if you're finding it hard to breathe and your chest feels heavy, that's why. And if your skin feels fuzzy and you feel numb one minute and absolutely desolate the next, that's why. It's not just one thing, it's everything. I recently watched Encanto for the first time with my kid and I swear I have never felt more seen when I watched Louisa sing Surface Pressure for the first time. And I know every type A overthinker with high functioning anxiety has just latched onto that song like it's their own personal anthem. I'm going to read, I won't sing, I'll spare you that, an excerpt from the song that just really stayed with me. Under the surface... I hide my nerves and it worsens. I worry something's going to hurt us. Under the surface, the ship doesn't swerve as it heard how big the iceberg is. Under the surface, I think about my purpose. How can I preserve this? So we're all different. 
and our trauma response will vary. But that feeling of helplessness seems to be haunting everyone and not being able to do anything about it and worrying that something's going to happen and we're not going to be able to do anything to help. And just that feeling of epic helplessness of not being able to do anything as the world crumbles around us. So progress really starts in our own backyards. So let's start there. First up, let's acknowledge our feelings. And look, I struggle with this more than anyone. I'll be like, oh, it's a bad feeling. Make it stop. And then I'll go to the gym or panic clean the bathroom. Or if it's really bad, I'll go to a friend's house and drink a whole bottle of red wine. So I've been really, really low this week. And what's actually been helping is saying, I feel really low this week. I've been saying it to my partner. I've been saying it to friends and family and not because I want them to fix it because spoiler alert, they can't, but because it's important for people to know that. I saw a meme recently that went viral where a primary school teacher invented the handle with care policy. She invited parents and carers to send her an email with the subject handle with care and the option to not provide any more information. That meant that she would know that one of her kids in her class needed to be handled with care, whether they were having trouble sleeping, there was a divorce happening at home, health issues, whatever. The teacher would get a discreet message and know to show some extra kindness and love to that kid. I just adored this story. I thought it was beautiful. And I think we need to implement this system as adults as well. So if someone asks how we are, we should reply a bit delicate, handle with care. So people know that we need to be treated gently this week. There's no expiry on this. You can use it for weeks, years if you need, forever if you're a sensitive soul. But let's normalize the handle with care policy and let people know when we need to be handled with care. Next up, you need to acknowledge your resilience. If you're listening to this, that means you've survived 100% of your hardest days. And that's pretty freaking amazing. You've experienced loss before. You've been madly, deeply overwhelmed before. You've faced pain. You've been afraid. Resilience isn't new to you. You know how to do this. You've got a flawless track record of surviving. There's nothing to say that you won't continue to do that. Unfortunately, the only way through it is through it. That doesn't mean it's not hard. It doesn't mean you're not tired and in survival mode. What it means is nothing has beaten you yet, which logically and mathematically gives you pretty excellent odds from here on out. Another thing I want you to think about is not losing your softness. Resilience isn't about strength. It's about perseverance. It's about consistency. We don't have to be all hard angles and no feelings to survive. We can stay soft. We can stay sensitive. We can continue to care our way out of this. So during the first Victorian lockdown in the pandemic, I was so, so sad. I was sad every day. I was sad for my little girl whose world shrunk from this epic, joyous playground to just the four corners of our home, which we barely left for months. I was so sad that my parents were missing out on her delicious pudgy armed hugs for months on end. Everyone I love was separated from me by an enforced border. And I was just devastated daily during the second lockdown. I felt almost nothing. I just got on with it. I'd take our kid for walks around the bush tracks near our house and just basically go through the motions of the day. And we laughed and played and, you know, it wasn't entirely dreadful, but I honestly just didn't have any sadness left for the second lockdown. 
I actually thought that was a good thing. I felt like I was preserving myself, but I was actually just shutting myself down. I mean, like I barely cared when we got released from lockdown the second time. And that's really not ideal. When we stop feeling sad, we stop caring and we can't stop caring. It's like that quote from the Lorax. Unless someone like you cares a whole awful lot, nothing is ever going to get better. It's not. So even though the world seems like it's going to hell in a handbasket, all is not lost. I promise. Acknowledge your feelings, acknowledge your resilience, stay soft, give yourself grace and keep on caring. And also don't forget there are good things happening too. I feel like every time I look at the news these days, it's just doom after doom after doom. And honestly, I try to avoid the news as much as humanly possible because it just makes me feel like garbage. I also recognize that I have a lot of privilege in being able to do that. If you can turn off the news and you feel like you need to absolutely do it, but also recognize that if you have the ability to turn off the news and forget about what is happening with Russia and Ukraine, that you are extremely, extremely lucky because Ukraine can't turn off the news. This is reality for them. So what I wanted to do was come up with some really, really lovely things that I've read over the last few years that have given me a bit of faith in humanity. So I wanted to share them with you too, to sort of maybe brighten your day and make you feel like all hope is not lost. Let's talk about vaccines. Over 8 billion people in the world are vaccinated against a disease that completely stopped the world. And even though COVID isn't ending as soon or as cleanly as we would have liked, we have made extraordinary progress. Another thing I loved hearing was that United Airlines flew the first passenger aircraft with 100% sustainable fuel. I think this was in 2021, but 100 passengers flying from Chicago to Washington were the first in the world to do so on a plane with one engine running on 100% non-petroleum-based sustainable fuel made from sugar and corn. This made me so happy because I think green travel is something that is so important. I think travel is unbelievably important and anything that we can do to lessen our carbon footprint while doing so is just so brilliant to me. So that's great. Uh, Another one that I absolutely loved was in 2020, a thought to be extinct and very rare orchid was found growing on the roof of an investment bank in London. Ecologist Mike Waller said, this is clear evidence that with patience and dedication, even the most unlikely places can become havens for some of our rarest wildlife. Isn't that lovely? This orchid that everyone thought didn't exist anymore was just chugging away, having a gorgeous life on the top of this building in London. Absolutely love it. Renewable energy had a record year in 2021 for the first time and renewables generated more electricity than fossil fuels in Europe for the whole of 2020. This is all great stuff. And fossil fuel projects are getting axed throughout the world. So President Biden pulled the plug on the Keystone oil pipeline. Shell abandoned plans to exploit an oil field in Scotland. And even China has pledged to stop funding overseas coal projects. And Portugal became the latest European country to entirely quit coal. So we've still got a lot of stuff to do on climate change. There's a lot of things that we need to do. A lot of red tape politically, but there are countries that are doing really good things off their own bat just to make sure that we have a safer future for ourselves and for our children. Also, another thing I need to remind you about, this happened quite a while ago, 
but giant pandas are no longer endangered. You can unendanger animals. So there's hope for the koalas yet. I also read about a breast cancer vaccine trial that was approved in the US. Can you imagine being vaccinated against breast cancer? Another thing I loved hearing was that the G7 backed a deal to tax multinationals. So that's the UK, France, Italy, Germany, Japan, Canada, and the US have reached a deal last June to make multinationals pay more tax. So these seven nations agreed to tackle tax avoidance by making companies pay more in the countries where they do business. They also agreed to a minimum corporate tax rate of 15%. So, you know, taxing the rich seems to be slowly taking effect, which is also amazing. So those were just a few things that I read in the last couple of months that gave me a little bit of hope and made me feel like the world isn't such a horrible place after all. So this episode is just a little rescue remedy for the week. The world is a hard place to navigate, but there's also so much good. Rest when you can, keep caring when you can, fight when you can, and rejoice when you can. I hope you've had an okay week and I promise to handle you all with care, whether you tell me to or not. That's it for this week. Thank you for listening to Very Excellent Habits, the podcast that helps you create little habits for a big life. I'm Carly Jacobs. You can find me on Instagram at Very Excellent Habits. You can also email me, contact at carlyjacobs.com. You can also record a question for me to answer on the show at speakpipe.com forward slash very excellent habits. And thank you so much to the people who have left episode requests. I'll be getting to those super soon. If you have a topic you desperately want covered, please leave a voice memo at speakpipe.com forward slash very excellent habits. And one more thing, please leave a rating and a review. It's the very best way to get other people to find the podcast. Thank you so much to Linda Love and Life and Dane in Southern Germany for your beautiful reviews. They absolutely made my week. I've also been getting a lot of feedback about how much you all love Chrissy and Ollie when I don't ruin her audio. I'm so sorry about that. So if you agree that you want more Chrissy and Ollie, leave me a review to let me know. Until next time, remember little habits, big life.